0: Welcome to flip the switch on life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self healing, doing the deep inner work and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives, keep us playing small, and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Really excited to be here with all of you today. We got a juicy episode. I was thinking about what I wanted to speak on this week and, you know, to be honest, what's really coming up for me is this sense of like sensuality and shaming ourselves for who we actually are. And I did an Instagram Live yesterday, uh, today's the 25th. And so I talked a lot about where I'm at right now in my life, post breakup, uh, navigating a new chapter, and really this space of expressing more of my edges. I, I kept using the word edges um, in, this, in this live yesterday. And this place that I'm really wanting to explore of this edge has been my sensuality. And so for me, social media, any sort of platform has given me the opportunity to express more of my sensuality, to express more of this freedom within myself, to be all of myself. And I've personally been looking up to a lot of powerful influencers on social media to really trigger me. And to help me open my mind more. And so in today's episode, I want to talk about the parts of ourselves that we shame for really being our authentic selves. But something that I also want to dive into is the dichotomy of sensuality in media as well. Like, is it empowerment or is it objectification? And so I'm really excited to kind of share my own personal insights on sensuality within ourselves, the shaming aspect, but also adding in the space of what does social media help us or not help us do. So let's get right into the episode. All right, so let's get into it. First I want to start talking about the space of where we are collectively right now. It's not just me that is feeling that I'm feeling restricted and it's not just me that is also feeling the sense of repression, of our sense of freedom and really allowing ourselves to be more of this sensual being and this is a part of me that is like so deeply craving to be expressed more like these edges and so I want to really talk a lot about like the shame that we feel for really who we truly are and we're kind of in this space right now collectively where we're all facing this sense of codependency and what freedom actually is um I was just having a f- conversation with a friend and we were talking a lot about this like sense of everyone is starting to c- reclaim their independence really redefine what freedom feels like for them re- really um really redefine what sensuality is for them um and really learning to play with more of their edges and so It's been a really fascinating space that I've been in. I've been sharing a lot about my life post-breakup. I've been sharing a lot about who I'm stepping into. And y'all, like, I have been craving, craving to step more into my sensuality and really learning to express that part of me. I feel like it's not just a big part. Of my brand that I'm evolving into, and we're, I'm gonna, I want to get into social media in a little bit around sensuality, if it's empowerment or objectification. But I also want to talk about the space of shaming ourselves, right, and and these edges and these parts of ourselves that want to be recognized and witnessed. And so it's been a really, really interesting chapter that I've been in because I've been delving deeper into my sexuality I've been delving deeper into my sensuality ever since my breakup and so it's not (laughs) it's not a coincidence for me and a lot of women I've been speaking to have been talking about the repression of their sensuality and so when we talk about what's happening right now in the world you know astrologically just going to get there for like 30 seconds Venus is in retrograde right now in Leo and so that is really showing us that like Our love dynamics are starting to shift and also with this past new moon and cancer, it's really giving us an opportunity to release and also manifest what we actually want. And so I feel that collectively we're always going through energetic shifts with astrology, but I think collectively we're also feeling this like after effect, the aftershock of the um, pandemic I really feel that way because the pandemic gave us an opportunity to really look at what was of value right the way that we view our workplace the way that we are really programmed to do certain things especially in the workplace and also our relationships like a lot of people had awakenings at that moment myself included and so we're now in this place where we're starting to again unravel these layers of herself that have been so oppressed that have been shut down that have been muted and when we talk about the feminine when we talk about the sensuality and the sexuality of the feminine it's really a space where we have been shut down and the pandemic has highlighted specifically for women also for men too but specifically for women in the space of what is important what type of relationships that we do we want where are we not allowing ourselves to be authentic and that's where so many shifts were happening with how we were viewing ourselves what we actually wanted in life every single person had an opportunity to really look at what was important and so now collectively We're going back to the past, looking at what didn't work, and then we're now reclaiming these parts of ourselves because of this aftershock of what the pandemic has done for us, what it has opened up for us. I feel it's still a space of blessing, such a blessing in disguise. And so when we talk about this shaming of ourselves for who we are, that's where I have been in my life. And I didn't recognize it until it was right in front of me. And so this, I'm going to touch on this for a quick second because I think it's going to make a lot of sense, is that for me and for anyone here who has had a spiritual awakening or having some sort of like recognition of where they've been in their life and having now a conscious awareness, it's really looking at who you were before you woke up. Right. And the pan- like I said, the pandemic gave us a really big eye opening. And I'm really referencing the pandemic because it was such a catalyzer for the growth and the evolution of where we are. And especially for those of you that utilize your social media to um, run your business or utilize social media to share your voice, or if you utilize leadership, whatever position you are in within the workplace this has played a significant role as a female and as you have started to reclaim those identities of yourself. We're no longer wanting to like hold our voice back. We've we've seen so many big pivotal moments and movements in the pandemic and what happened from it. And so for me, And again, for anyone listening who's had an awakening, you kind of go through these different phases. And so when I was moving through my awakening, I was going through so many karmic cycles. I was going through so many emotional hardships. Um, My abortion that happened 14 years ago came up. And so it really gave me an opportunity to look at the parts of myself I've been oppressing. I've been suppressing as well. And so when we look at the shame that we hold in ourselves, it's such a mirror for us and it was a mirror for me and that now that I've been, and it's so interesting because as I'm even sharing these words with all of you, it's such a obvious, if you can't tell in like the tone of my voice, that this is such a really deep topic that I want to start diving into within my own self and within my own platforms. But ultimately over these past three years I've started to realize that I'm actually reclaiming my sensuality and my sexuality I'm reclaiming the feminine I'm actually reclaiming and that's what we're here to discuss today is the parts of ourselves that don't feel free and we feel shame for who we are and when we talk about sensuality to me it is empowerment and I think it's a space, again, where we get to really look at ourselves in the mirror and ask ourselves, like, what are we hiding from? And the codependency that we have on people or on identities or on roles of ourselves and within the environment, the society, within the workplace, right? And those kind of hold us back from who we truly are. And I'm referencing a lot of the feminine here, and I think it's because personally, I as a feminine feminine and a woman have been through the oppression of hiding myself and when we talk about social media and we talk about expressing ourselves and really social media and also in real life, I think sometimes we get really caught up in who we should be versus who we actually are and that's where shame is created. And it's something that a narrative that I've had to really work through and the first time it ever came up for me was last year during the road versus wade campaign not campaign but the whole road versus wade pandemic where they started to uh, like revoke women's rights to an abortion or to fucking healthcare and it really really revved my engine and I was like why am I so passionate about this and I'm like oh it's because I'm pro-choice and I was in a very big place in my life at the time which you know still there where I just don't see any other way I think it should be pro-choice. Um, I don't want to go into that because I don't want this to make um, to be about a debate. But just really emphasizing for me at that moment, I felt very enraged and felt very strong about my opinion of being pro-choice. And so that gave me this like up emotional upheaval of like my abortion that I had 14 years ago that I've slowly a little like publicly have kind of talked about, and which I really feel called to kind of sharing more about. And so. I think it's just such a place for women to really reclaim themselves. And for me, that was a place to reclaim myself in that way of sensuality. And then I started to recognize, oh, there is some sexual trauma that I've undergone. Um, And I didn't recognize that it was trauma, right? And just even the simple should have said no when I said yes sort of engagements, if you will. And so when we talk about sensuality, when we talk about – the empowerment or the objectification, I used to really think it was the objectification. And so I think that when we talk about how social media is triggering, when we talk about how we are in this place of reclaiming these parts of ourselves that we've been so codependent on otherwise, it is about the topic of sensuality and it is about the topic of is it empowering for you or is it objectifying for you? And so again, I'm kind of going back and forth on like empowerment through reclaiming these parts of ourselves, moving through that shame and also talking about the social media part of it because we're in media because I think that we all live in a world where we are on social media all the time. And so when we talk about reclaiming these parts of ourselves what we're really saying is we've been witnessing more of these movements body diversity back in what 2017 2018 when we're talking about um being muted for so long and oppressing our rights as women right and so I think that there's like a really big significance happening with how we are navigating sensuality within our own selves and within the media. And so I want to share some personal examples with you is that, you know, when I when I had my awakening a few years ago, what, in end of 2020, beginning of 2021, when it really started to open up for me, um, everything was like technicolor. It's like I was seeing everything in like a brand new light. And so when that was happening – I started to recognize the parts of myself that I didn't necessarily know were free. And so sensuality and sexuality weren't really a big part yet, but I was starting to get into the body diversity, the body image movement where I started to to see, oh, I still feel insecure. Oh, I'm working out because I want to attract a life partner, blah, blah, blah. And so I think it was a really, um, really important opening for me and a seed that was planted to then start evolving more into the space of really finding more empowerment through expressing myself and like I shared in the beginning of this episode a lot of my expression has been through my social media because that's where I find my outlet and there's been so many different ways I've been doing that but oh like I feel that this these topics are calling me forward so much because it's a really big part of reclaiming the feminine and reclaiming ourselves and moving through the shame and I think as women you know and like I said for myself like I felt very triggered by people on the internet that were expressing themselves through their body expressing themselves through um, you know showing off their body or wearing certain clothing that I would be like how are you Doing that and I started to realize that it actually was triggering me in the best way and so it's just been so fascinating um a couple people that I follow on social media that share more openly about their relationships about you know some of them are sharing more polyamory experiences some of them are sharing more BDSM and kink and so I feel like there's such a potency we're sharing more of those edgies, edges and edgy content and because it's really allowing more of the freedom within our own bodies to emerge and really breaking these norms. So when we talk about sensuality in media, when we talk about sensuality as a feminine woman, when we talk about the shame that we hold, it's because we are... Not allowing ourselves to be the way that we're actually meant to be which is wild and free (laughs) and to be our full expressive self and I'm not saying here oh yeah everyone needs to go like get on their social media and like take off their clothes or you need to be more playful in the bedroom no however when we feel shamey about those parts of ourselves or feel uncomfortable in the bedroom when we feel these edges of ourselves not wanting to be explored, doesn't even have to be sensual or sexual, edges of maybe polarizing topics and content, maybe edgy places where we get to kind of really go against the grain and go against um, what is normal. And I've been stepping also into those places. And so when we start to see how those things are playing out, those and when we get triggered, that is really where those parts of you are not free and I'm really inviting everyone on this podcast to really ask yourself what are those edges what are those triggers that I start to see within social media within my friend group within experiences I've been having and been you know maybe going to that really push my edge and for me specifically what has really triggered this desire to be more in my feminine and my sensuality has been conversations I've been having with people around open relationships conversations I've been having with people about navigating the BDSM and kink environments and and um and, and play parties and things like that like I'm not going into depth about those but it's just been like really interesting how the universe has been giving me ads or been giving me people humans to connect with that are just so happen are in those realms and I'm like oh that's like oh that feels so oh uh, in my body and so also been um really connecting with a lot of women on social who have you have been utilizing their empowerment through their bodies and so it's been just a really fascinating part that's like oh I'm triggered but like in the best way. And I think that we hold a lot of shame around who we actually are as individuals and as women. And so for me, I started to feel a lot of shame move through my body. And so coming back to when I mentioned this all started with the Road versus Wade stuff, I felt so much shame for my abortion that I had. And not that I regretted my decision, but just like I felt shame to like say it out loud because I'm like, ooh, someone's going to judge me. But I knew that was the best decision for me. And so it was a really hard thing to really move through because I'm like, this happened over a decade ago and I'm now thinking about it. And so I was like, there's a lot of shame there. And then that opened up a canister of more things that I felt a little shamey about that I'm still navigating that I'm not ready to share yet because I haven't navigated them. Um, But I think that for women, we need to like look at how we can... And so I now want to go a little bit into the place of empowerment through sensuality. And so I've I've shared a lot about my experience and obviously my point of view, but I know for some other for some other people that it can be so triggering to the point where it feels toxic. And I think that it's such an interesting place to play because I see both sides and so um I was talking to somebody recently about how they were trying to keep their um, their children off of social media because they felt that if they got on social media that they would start already judging themselves. They would start already comparing themselves. And so I totally understood their point of view of keeping their family off of social media. And then it was like this one time... And I totally respect that. I was like, I totally get what you're saying, especially as women or even like, you know, bullying that's happening, like totally get what you're saying. And I and I respect that. And then it's like I was listening to a podcast episode relatively recently um, on Aubrey Marcus's podcast. And I forget the specific title and the woman that he was speaking to, but it's irrelevant because what they were sharing was more of like this healing aspect that can happen with sensuality and with our own self-expression our own agency created through healing through social media and it was just such a black and white difference of how we view sensuality and how we view sexuality and how we view what women's empowerment is and it was just obviously two polarizing oppositions of what sensuality can actually feel and look like. And I just really sat with this interesting perspective of how we can heal ourselves through social media and how we can allow ourselves to actually be triggered in the best way to then find the parts of ourselves that are not free. And so that is what I really want to advocate for in that essence because to me triggering isn't a bad thing. It's not I want to heal myself to make sure I'm never triggered again. No, it's actually allowing ourselves to work on the internal parts of ourselves to get to a place of confidence to get to a place of security so that no one can shake you when you're triggered we can't change the society we can't change the world in that way so we have to work on ourselves right it's about us it's not about them so you know when some people argue that embracing sensuality in media can be empowering for women I fully agree and so I think when we bring children into this space it's definitely a little bit more dicier because we are really, are we provoking it, right? And sometimes, you know, the cyberbullying happens and we're not necessarily sure, like, you know, how we can help it. However, I will say, though, from from having the conversation with the person I was talking to and also listening to this podcast and having this woman who has children speak about how she's allowing her 13-year-old, I think it was at the time, to have a phone and have social media and to allow her to be the embodiment and the leader of what it can look like to heal yourself through expressing because she works um the woman that was on the podcast she works through trauma she works through sexuality she does a lot of womb work so she's really in this world of self-healing on this like deeper scale of the feminine and so it was a really powerful like again expression to hear from her sharing how she's allowing her daughter to navigate this on her own and so it is I feel I feel that social media I feel that sensuality in the media can actually help us empower ourselves and so I think that when we allow ourselves to be triggered by our own inner critic right our own self-worth that's a place for us to heal and so and I speak through this as you know I'm always tried to be open-minded I feel like that's just my DNA but I also speak from my own experiences and so everything that I'm sharing is from my own experiences and how I was once triggered by people on the internet expressing their bodies or expressing their unconventional relationship styles or expressing their unconventional ways of thinking being and doing spirituality and religion even too and so when I allow myself to get curious versus allow myself to get triggered and stay away from it I actually pull myself closer to it because I'm like where am I not free within myself what do i need to work on within myself because when we talk about healing we're talking about wholeness right we're talking about detaching this codependency detaching from these identities and labels and roles, right we want to be our own person we all want to be our own person we all want to have agency to speak up for our truth and really feel like we can advocate for ourselves Well, I'm going to tell you, the only way that you can do that is by allowing yourself to dissolve and integrate these triggers that you're receiving from social media, from your friends, from experiences that, or the parts of you that are like judging other things and people. There's something within you that isn't free. And I'm not here to say that I'm healed fully, no, but I'm just sharing that part of like sensuality in social media sensuality within our own beings to be expressed can be a really healing experience and it can empower women to really advocate for themselves and it's like especially in patriarchy that we live in and hierarchy you know the women have been oppressed women have been taught uh, taught that we're less than and so we're still fighting for our rights there we're still navigating ourselves through those spaces in the workplace and um really like the empowerment versus objectification do you think that came from women that came from men white men (laughs) with privilege and so when we talk about that it's a space where we get to It's a space where we can really start to reclaim ourselves and we can start to dissolve the shame for who we really are and who we really want to be. And so obviously you tell me I'm so passionate about this right now because it's just been a really big highlight for me Um, but when we can really allow ourselves to explore more unconventional ways of living, more unconventional ways of being, more Um, more ways to see how other people are living their lives. like Not to say that you need to accept everything and, 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 and all. No, but like really ask yourself, like is this a part of me that can really allow myself to, can this allow me to be more whole? Can this allow my relationships to flourish more? And I feel that when we start to go into sensuality, and we start to express ourselves more in a natural way of being as a feminine woman and allowing our vulnerability to be shown and to allow ourselves to be expressed in our own way, it does make room for more openings, for more spaces, for more inclusion, for more opportunity for us to really become more whole. Because as I've been on my journey of healing through a lot of my trauma and through more of my limited beliefs and I've started to create more space for more things to come up which is where the abortion came up which is where the sexual trauma is now starting to appear when I, in in all these really fascinating ways where to me if it's coming up it's a space where you're not free and when we talk about allowing ourselves to empower ourselves, right? We're about empowering, you know, and so that's where we get so triggered and we create shame because we're still living in a society and generational traumas where the, the women were not allowed to express themselves. And specifically, when we talk about America, you know, again, the patriarchy and the hierarchy that we live in in the society that we do and Road versus Wade being overturned and all of that, you know, it really gives us a really nasty taste in our mouth of like, ooh, maybe we are wrong. Maybe we shouldn't be this way. Shame on me for wanting to do X. Shame on me for wanting to explore new relationship dynamics. Shame on me for wanting to... You know, use social media as a way of self-expression, right? And so, ah, oh, I feel like I feel like we're in this era of really allowing ourselves to flourish, and we're really getting to a place where our self-healing is about being whole, is about leadership into our own sense of agency and freedom. It is about opening these taboos and these societal norms and exploiting them. I, I really feel that this is the time where we are awakening. The pandemic was the catalyzer for all of these conversations, for all of these influencers to start expressing more of their authenticity through expressing themselves through unconventionality, through um, individuality, through living these different sort of lifestyles, these different relationships, these different ways where we get to express ourselves, right? And so I definitely agree that there needs to be, you know, a space where, You know, we are doing this in a way that is of love and of intention um, and not necessarily harmful narratives that provoke non-consensual behavior. Of course, of course. And there are people in the media that are doing it for attention. Absolutely. But that's where you get to use your discernment and ask yourself, where is this person coming from? And if I'm starting to find judgment within myself, okay, the judgment might be there because it doesn't really align with me, sure. And also, is it coming from a place where I don't really feel aligned with this person's content? I think there there is an edginess of like... <clears throat> following something on social media or you have a friend that's kind of like playing in a different realm than you and or unconventional lifestyle whatever and it's like okay well do I resonate with their beliefs do I resonate with like who they are as an individual and if I don't then that's a place where yeah no like I don't need to integrate I don't need to like dissolve this trigger it's just something where I'm not really aligning with who they are and I think that as you start to develop who you are as an individual and as a feminine woman you start to see, okay, the discernment there. But however, I think that exploring the like space of if you're listening to this and saying like, ooh, no, like I do feel like it's objectifying women to ex- to allow them to express themselves in a certain way or to allow them to, um, you know, show more parts of them and like that's edging, that's wrong, that's this, that's that. I think that there are negative consequences to objectifying um sensuality in the media I think that when we do look at women and no matter if they align with you or not giving them the space to allow them to be free because oh this can go through a rabbit hole but I I also think that there's a difference and I feel like you need to feel into it within your own consciousness within your own discernment of if this person is coming from ego, coming from attention, or if they're coming from a self-empowerment aspect. And of course there's two sides to the coin. Of course there is. Um, and I think that it can negatively impact how we see sensuality when we see somebody you know, sharing those parts of themselves. But at the same time, who are you to make a judgment? Because you don't necessarily know what they're doing it for. And so I always see everything as a projection. Again, I always see things as like, if you're triggering me, and you're showing your body off like do they want attention or maybe they're sharing a maybe they're sharing a different experience that they're having with their own body right and so yes there's so many different ways and levels of this aspect and really again using your own discernment but i think that when we objectify women no matter if we feel that they are doing it for maybe a not so empowering movement or not so empowering way it can also lead to harm, harmful societal attitudes towards women and their bodies because if we're objectifying women no matter what their stance is we're objectifying them we're actually just feeding into the consequence we're, or consequence we're feeding into the societal attitude or the you know the um the patriarchal way of how women should be right and so it's up to you to really create that discernment it's up to you to really allow yourself to really look at what are you objectifying what are you allowing to hold yourself back from ultimately so all to say, I definitely agree that there is a balance between sensuality as empowerment and also its potential objectification in the media, um, and also within again your friend group or whatever that is. But I-, I think honestly, what has helped me free myself so much and get to this place of like conviction in who I am as. A person who I am as a coach, a leader, and more as a woman has been allowing myself to unravel the deep shame of seeing and witnessing other people live their life for them. So no matter if you're looking at somebody and saying, oh yeah, they're doing this for attention, but that's the way that they're living their life. And so who are you to make a judgment on how they live their life, right? And so there has to be a space where you're maybe advocating for other women who are respecting other women's agency and autonomy. And so when you're seeing other people in the media and they're not necessarily being pro- proactive in, in, in their autonomy or not necessarily like allowing themselves to express themselves in a way where it feels positive for you, then unfollow them, right? And I'm also unfollow them in real life too. Um, you know, I've had a couple friends, a friend share with me um, some unconventional ways of um, interacting with different partners in their relationships, but it was becoming so toxic for them that they started to um, emot- emotionally like dump on their friends. So to me, that's not an empowered woman. That is somebody who's maybe utilizing those environments to express maybe how she's really feeling on the inside right and so use your own discernment there but truthfully I think that's where we can kind of control how much we're consuming and again everyone's on their own individual journey so for you if you're listening to this and you're saying I want to explore more of my sensuality I want to explore what more freedom looks like and feels like to me then go find empowered women who are expressing that of themselves because that's exactly what I've been really feeling called to I actually just joined this six-week course on um, sensuality and like the divine feminine and I did not expect to really like join this container but it's something that I'm like oh my gosh this is a part of me again like I shared with you back in last year with the road versus Wade stuff where this sensuality part piece of me was like really feeling muted and so for me personally freedom means that I get to express all of myself and feel very confident in who I am as a woman who I am as an individual and also leading other women to self-empowerment I now am really standing strong in the sensuality piece of myself and embracing more of my freedom in that regard. Embracing more of my sensuality and exploring more of my sexual healing that needs to happen to really recreate the sense of wholeness. Oh, so much to share deeper there. Um, But I just feel so strongly on... Allowing ourselves to not feel the shame that we have for being a woman, not feeling the shame that we, uh, not feeling shame for really wanting to explore these parts, this unconventionality with our relationships, with our own way of living, the way that we make money, and things that we share, like all of these things that are taboo in our society, I feel if you have a place in your heart where you're wanting to share and exploit more of those, fucking go do it here's your permission slip because we are in a movement we are in an area where it is now time to share our voice it is now time to allow ourselves to fully authentically express and it's now time to let go let go of those parts of ourselves that are feeling muted that are feeling oppressed that want to explore more of themselves oof Because y'all, that's where I'm headed and I'm so excited to be a part of this and to personally be navigating this with all of you. I can't wait to share more about this. Um, I don't normally ask this, but if you feel that this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to share this with one friend that would really benefit from these conversations. Maybe this will trigger them maybe it will empower them to really continue on their journey of healing their sensuality and really keeping their mind open to sensuality as an empowerment versus a objectification in social media, whatever that is, if you resonated with this, um, I'd love for you to share this on your social medias, this episode, or to DM me on Instagram and let me know how this made you feel. And really just, again, as women collectively, even men listening to this podcast, like share this with another woman, because, I want to have more of these conversations. I want to bring more women on the podcast that want to have more of these conversations because I think it's such a hot topic where we get to really unravel the layers of the society's norms and really, again, break women free from these stigmas. Embracing your free, embracing your sensuality. A freaking men. And the last thing I will share, because it's coming up right now, is if you want to explore more of your sensuality and what freedom means and authenticity and self expression, I am inviting you to come and apply to the Embrace Your Free Women's Retreat that I'm hosting in Taos, New Mexico on September 14th. So we're about eight weeks away from this current episode. And this, I was just talking to my team the other day that. You know, we really want this retreat to be all about the divine femininity, the sensuality, sacred shame, and really allowing ourselves to remove this oppression, remove this oppression of like who we think we need to be to allow ourselves to be who we actually are. Because let me tell you, if you haven't already convinced yourself from this podcast, You are so incredibly perfect the way that you are, the way that you think, the way that you want to be, the way that you want to express yourself and it's now time for you to allow yourself to open to that experience that you get to be more of yourself and it starts with you. It starts with you saying yes to you and allowing yourself to break free from societal norms, from expectations and just allow yourself to play because you will find the most liberation and freedom within yourself. You'll be able to live more life on purpose when you start to give yourself permission to. So thank you all so much for listening. All this will be plugged into the show notes. And see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes. Give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Step and I will see you guys next week.